Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to this day and this episode of Midweek Mind Candy. We're awfully glad that you came to hang out with us, and maybe, maybe today you can add a little piece of candy to that dish that we all carry around inside, right, that we place it, we hear something, and we learn something, and we think about for a minute, what does that mean? What does that mean to my life? What does that mean in my world? And that's what we hope the show does. It just gives you a moment to pause and think about what it's about. I'm Stacey Johnston. I'm so glad to be here and honored, as always, to have my co-host, Cassie Holland, with me today. Cassie, how are you? And tell us where you stand on some midweek mind candy. I am doing fantastic. This is a super fun conversation every time because it opens a new perspective for every word we discuss. You know, I think I think it probably does the same for everyone that listens to it. You know, everybody has a different opinion, a different outlook. So I think it's a really cool way to bring new vision to different words. I, I enjoy it. How about you? Oh, I do too. And I'm always intrigued by the people that we get to talk to because what, what I've learned is that you can take a word, and that one word can have different meanings, so many different meanings to different people. I mean, it really depends on your experience with that word, right? Have you seen it modeled? What does it mean to you so far? Can you define it? And so that's been very, very interesting to me to see all of the different ways that an individual word can play out, all being attributes of character and integrity, those things that we need to show. Right, so let's get started. Would you love to bring in our guest today? Uh, sure. We have a guest with us today all the way from Melbourne, Australia. His name is Craig Schultz. Craig, how are you today? I'm great and uh, looking forward to being on the show. Perfect. So glad to have you here. So, Craig, today we're going to talk about the word determined. And is it determined? Is it determined? Determination. There are so many different ways to look at it. But when you hear the word determined, what's your definition of that word? What does that mean to you? Yeah, look, uh, it's a really interesting word and, and probably a word that I can relate to through my journey and story um, because determination for me means uh, staying focused on your plan. It means taking action, um, massive action, to work towards the goal that you're prepared to achieve and, the, and never giving up. So never, ever, ever accepting defeat. And, you know, those three words just align with me when I think about the word determine and determination. And I often relate that to children are determined to do something. They're determined to go from A to B without deviation, without failure. So that's how I align myself through my story to the word determined. I like that definition. I yeah, like that definition. That's very clear. Cassie, how about you? When you hear the word determined, what comes to your mind? The first word I think of when I hear determined is goal. Because determination, determination A is not something that you can teach somebody. Determination has to come from the heart. And if you're setting a goal and you're going for that goal and you're making the sacrifices necessary and setting the boundaries and doing all the things, then that's determination. 
determination. That is solid determination and dedication to your to your purpose. You know, I think determination is the difference between looking for purpose and living for a purpose. Living on purpose. Mm. Very good. Very good clarity in there. You know, I think when I hear the word determined, I think about it being the difference between can I and how can I? Why? Because because when you're if any situation that comes about, any endeavor, any challenge, any new thing that comes along, if your initial response is how can I do that, you've already given yourself. I take that back. I'm sorry. If your initial response is can I do that, you've already set in motion a 50/50 shot because you doubt whether you can or not. You're questioning your determination and your ability. Where if you turn that phrase around and go, how can I do that? It kicks off even a different chemical in your brain, and it becomes a challenge more than a half, half empty, half full. It becomes, I can fill the cup with anything I want because it's, it's my decision, and I'm determined, and it, and it lights a fire. Determination for me is a whole lot, lot in motivation. I don't, I don't think that motivation or determination, either one, are a character trait. I don't think you're either a motivated individual or not, uh, and a determined individual or not. I think those both are a byproduct of your attitude. If you get up in the morning and you see the world is just another day and the salt mine's going to play the game, going to get in the wheel, going to do the thing, then that's exactly what you're going to see is that other motion. And in that place, in that wheel is, can I do that? Can I? Can I? But when you get up and go, Thank you for a brand new day. What is out there for me today? What am I going to learn? Who am I going to meet? What am I going to see? It's going to move me to that next place. Then your determination and your motivation are a byproduct of that attitude. So that's my opinion. That's where I see determined. Craig, where do you go with that from there? Yeah, look, I mean, one of the the biggest business lessons I ever took uh, was from a book called Work Life Principles from Ray Dalio. And it was a simple model um, that you could break down your, uh, your uh, oh, not failures, but it was what, what I would call a personal growth model. And it was take action, learn lesson, evolve. And so when you've got determination, you've got that clear vision, that goal, that North Star that you're working to, and you've got all these little mini steps. And if you never take action on your journey, you never get a result. So if you're in sales and you don't pick up the phone, you don't get a result because you haven't picked up the phone. So let's say the next step is, the learn lesson. You have taken action, you have picked up the phone, you've made that sales call for your real estate or your next personal training client, and the person says yes or they say no. What's the lesson that you take out of that uh, part of the equation? So there's a lesson, yes, well if it worked then, keep doing it. If it didn't work, what didn't I do well? And the last part was evolve, where what are you going to do to improve yourself? So if you're completely determined to have a level of success, um, if you implement, take action, learn lesson, evolve, 
you will grow and you know it's it's pretty impossible to fail if you follow that formula provided you're determined hmm. i like that there's a lot of power in that message kathy where does that all take you I think that before you can be determined, like I said, it's not something that you can, you can't teach somebody to be determined. You can't teach them to be motivated. But you can model what determination has done for you and can possibly do for them. And with that, I mean, like you said, a lot of, kind of like, like Craig said with the three steps, when I went through treatment, you know, they automatically want you to go through the 12 steps, and the 12 steps were super overwhelming, and this is going to probably irritate the AA crowd, but I, I, I didn't, it didn't work for me, right? The 12 steps were not my thing. So I broke it down into three steps because three is a feasible number, three is a good goal, right? Own it, fix it, and live it. So the only way that you can fix a problem is, A, you have to admit that you have a problem, right? But to get on the path to fix that issue, you have to be determined to fix that issue and to continue to fix that issue and work on that forever. Hmm. So being determined is not only a, a mindset, but it's a commitment. It's a commitment Amen. to you, it's a commitment to your goal, it's a commitment to, you know, whatever, but it's a commitment. Okay, so let me ask both of you a question as parents. I, from my understanding, Craig, you have young children at home, school-aged children, and, and I know, Kathy, you have young school-aged children at home. And one of the things I know that we say as parents is, man, i got a strong-willed child. Pretty headstrong, isn't he? He's very strong-willed. It's what we give him. Uh, you know, kind of. And we have 97 names for that personality trait. So how do you cultivate that? How do you cultivate that in a way that you don't shut that spirit down so that that determination, that, that, that's what it becomes? See what I'm saying? I think somewhere along the way we shut some of those things down as parents because we're busy trying to be good parents. And we don't want those questions to get in the way. So when you look at determination in a strong-willed child, how do you mold those together for them? Craig? Yeah, look, it's a big question um, and a good question. And I would probably say I have two children that fit that category and both are determined to, you know, be good at what they're doing. Uh, My daughter's at that age now where she's trying to do gymnastics and, and, you know, dancing and, you know, she has lots of, I guess, mishaps um, along the way, falling over and not getting what she wants. And, you know, that's... I I, I encourage um, children to be and live with the freest spirit as they possibly can because one of the teachings that, and I do talk about this in a chapter of my book, um, You've Got One Shop, is as we um, 
when we're a child, we have a dream, and we, we you know, we want to be an astronaut, we want to be a sports star, we want to be, you know, whatever. And there's absolute zero fear attached to that. And when we get to teenagers, we start getting our first, um, I guess, challenges, and then we get a, a, an education. Um, and a debt at the end of that and that creates more fear because you've got a debt and then you go and buy a house and all all along our journey we continue to build up these let's call them handicaps in many situations and we stop dreaming so back to the question of the child it's important that I that you let your children dream and, and and think of endless possibilities and for myself who's someone that's traveled to 120 different cities in the world I've had both my children on um, overseas European eight-week holidays and um, when they were 12 weeks old my daughter went to Canada and Hawaii my son went to Dubai um, so I, I just want uh, my children to treat the world as their oyster and if you can allow them to be free and, and, and maximise on their determination, you're giving them the best opportunity to do that. Beautiful. What a, what a great goal as a parent to have that, that opening, right, and have that confidence in, in who they are and who you are as a parent to allow that freedom to, to turn that determination. We've, we've asked the question more than once, where does the wonder go? You have small children that are enveloped in wonder and they love everything, and then they get to be junior in high school, and we're re-educating them on how to dream, how to ask the questions, that there's room for their idea. So I, I like the challenge and the determination from the beginning. Kathy, what's your perspective on that as a parent of young children? I think it is important to... All right, let me step back a little bit. I think it's important to allow them, like you said, to dream and keep that alive by not letting that dream become an obstacle. You know, if they, if, if they're, I mean, my kids are the most creative children on the planet by noon. They're 14 different superheroes and they've gone on a safari and they, you know, that's, but that's just them. Their imagination is incredibly vivid. But they have very different approaches on the goals that they are trying to, to reach, right? So I think that taking the time to appreciate their individuality and allowing them to just themselves. Like I said, I, I was talking <clears throat> yesterday, we were talking about um, education, and I said my, my goal is to create a history curriculum that literally comes from different parts of the world. I don't want a history book. I want, you know, I want people from all over the world to be able to send a piece of their culture and a piece of their history to me so that I can teach my children that because I think the more that you stoke that fire, the more of a possibility it becomes for them as opposed to just a dream. You know, so if it's something that really 
really strikes their attention, I think that you need to add that to your everyday, you know, add it to your everyday activities, I guess, to your everyday schedule, not to make it something that they have to do because then it's no fun anymore, but something that you both can participate in and and cultivate within, you know, within reason to make that dream become a reality for them. Beautiful concept, right? So much sound advice for both of you on, and so much knowledge, you know, and wisdom and look at what your answers were and how you bring that out in your children and the children around you. And so, again, I hope that all the parents that are listening are taking, taking that in and recognizing how do you keep that determination alive in your children? So many times we shut it down. Just be quiet. Listen to, the, listen to their answers, right? Listen to the question. Think about it. Pay attention. We school them into this little box. And so to, to hear both of you from a different perspective say, no, I encourage life outside the box in one way or another is a, is a beautiful thing to hear. I think we need more of that. So thank you for that. I really had a great time having this conversation, and we're getting to that place where it's about time to wind down. And so I know that I always love to leave our audience with a challenge. And my challenge to you is going to be the same. How do you take this word determined, determination, and how do you verb that in your life? How do you model that and show that in a positive way is an absolute attribute of someone of character and integrity? That determination is what helps you get to that next place, right? That next goal, that next thing, that next vision, that reality. And so that's my challenge to you this week. Look at yourself. Look at your life and find out where determination fits into that skill and how do you model that? How do you verb that word? So, Cassie, let's go to you. How would you like to leave our audience today? What's your last thought on determined? I would also like to leave with a challenge um, I would like to challenge everybody to set a new goal because believe it or not, no matter how old you are, how, how anything, you're never, it's never too late to set a new goal. Right. And sometimes setting that new goal and rekindling that determination in yourself is just what you need. So my challenge to everyone is to set a goal, big or small, and go for it. I think that is a great challenge in itself right there. So as we get ready to wind this down, Craig, we're going to turn the stage over to you. And uh, for the last 60 seconds, how would you like to leave our audience today with the word determined? Yeah, like in my first um, uh, assessment of it, one word that I, or one phrase that I mentioned was never, ever, ever giving up on your dreams. And we've talked a bit about goals and staying focused and putting a plan in place and I challenge everybody that if you face challenge adversity, if you feel like you've hit a roadblock, um, you know, make sure that uh, if you really truly are determined to reach your goals, your dreams, your lifestyle, your freedom, make sure that you never, ever, ever give up. <laughs> 